WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando, and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando. Top of the morning to you here on a Thursday at 6 o'clock. Welcome aboard for our first look at Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic on News Radio WFLA Orlando, now on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour, no death penalty for now. Details in one minute. We're on the Trump train for the president's powerful speech on the Middle East. And are the GOP wimps in Congress finally fighting for Trump? It's all next on Good Morning Orlando. 602 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. He's being spared the death penalty this time, but convicted killer Markeith Lloyd will never be a free man. All right, as to count one, first-degree murder of Sade Dixon, the court hereby sentences you to life in prison. As to count two, killing of an unborn child by injury to the mother, the court hereby sentences you to life in prison. The judge handing down multiple consecutive life sentences after the jury recommended against the death penalty for the murders of Lloyd's ex-girlfriend and her unborn baby, Lloyd will again face a possible death sentence when he goes on trial in the spring for the murder of Orlando Police Lieutenant Deborah Clayton. And in the 7 o'clock hour, we'll, invade, we'll debate and invite comment on whether or not the jury got it right or wrong on that decision. All right, bud. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. If you live near Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom or you're staying at one of their resorts, you might be hearing some loud noises in just a few minutes. Disney will begin testing fireworks for their new holiday show around 6.15. The test will take about 30 minutes. On Capitol Hill, 30 Republican House members stormed a closed-door hearing related to the impeachment inquiry, saying Democrats should make the proceedings more transparent. Central Florida Congressman Michael Waltz was part of it. They're overplaying this. We sat down politely and asked, it was an assistant secretary of defense, I'm on the armed services committee, and asked to hear and see. Orlando Democrat Val Demings is on the House Intelligence Committee. I guess when you're desperate, um, you go back to complaining about the process, and that's what they're doing. Demings says Republicans on the committee have access to the same witnesses and data she has. A suspect is being sought in connection with a shooting at a gas station in Pine Hills. It happened last night at a Sitgo station on North Powers Drive. The sheriff's office says a 35-year-old victim was taken to the hospital and treated for non-lethal injuries. Orange County teachers are being offered a pay raise. As negotiations on a new contract continue, the district is proposing a roughly 6% increase in a two-year deal in lieu of an annual bonus. We heard the teachers loud and clear. They didn't want bonuses. They wanted salary. So the board came back and said, let's take the non-recurring bonus, we'll put it into salary, and we'll commit to the additional 2% next year up front. Spokesman Scott Howitt says the district is also offering to pay for half of an increase in insurance costs during the first year of that contract. And one team in the World Series is now halfway to the championship. Power at the plate guides the Washington Nationals to a Game 2 win. Here's one hammered into left. Suzuki and gone. 
Joe Buck on Fox. Kurt Suzuki's solo shot gives the Nationals back the lead in the top of the seventh inning, starting a six-run frame in that inning for the Nats as they would go on to score 10 unanswered runs in their 12-3 win over the Houston Astros in World Series Game 2. Adam Eaton and Michael A. Taylor would also homer in that win. The Nationals now with a 2-0 series lead in the Fall Classic as it makes its way to the nation's capital for Game 3 on Friday. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. I go to bed, it's 2-2. I wake up, it's 12-3 and it's over. The Nationals are on fire. They are. It's incredible. What a story. WFLA News time is 6.05. Video shows Kissimmee cops reviving a choking 18-month-old who had stopped breathing. You can watch that video online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at WFLA Orlando. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. PM Orlando, weekdays 5 to 6 p.m. News Radio WFLA Orlando. Good morning, Orlando. Great to have you with us. Your seat's always reserved here on the 50,000-watt front porch. The Bud Man, my co-host Alan Spector, Michael Yaffe is our executive producer, and Melissa Fox is your uh, screener this morning, taking your calls at 407-916-5400. Toll-free is out there for you at 866-916-5400. And we welcome you on the increasingly popular text line, to register your thoughts, give us first name in town if you'd like, and we'll put it on the air along with what you have to say at 23680, where standard message and data rates apply. Trump trains pulling into the station here moments from now, and you'll definitely want to be on it. So let's get started here on a very busy show on a Thursday morning. We are glad you're with us. And we're glad to give you a chance to win $1,000 once again as we attempt to make your wallet great again with our texting contest. In just moments, we will announce the keyword of the hour. You text that keyword to 200-200, you could be the winner of $1,000. Watch for a call from area code 513, which could be us informing you that you have won. Listen every hour all day long for the keyword and your chance to win a grand as we make your wallet great again. Listen up in just two minutes. We'll update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic on Good Morning Orlando. Headline, some anxious times out at Universal for some roller coaster riders. A dozen riders safe after being helped off the Rip Ride Rocket roller coaster at Universal Studios Florida yesterday morning. The ride got stuck on the tracks. Orlando firefighters and Universal employees worked together to assist passengers in exiting the ride. Universal blames a technical glitch. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories here on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7 HD3, AM 540, and the iHeartRadio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando. The anti Trump media, from what I could see, did their best to bury what I thought was a profoundly important speech by the president yesterday morning after we had exited the air at the White House with Vice President Pence and Secretary of State. Pompeo flanking him, the president announced what he says is an agreement he has with Turkey's President Erdogan for a permanent ceasefire along that Turkish-Syrian border, where the Kurds are, where we were before the president got our people out of the line of fire. Um, and, and it was interesting because I think the anti-Trump media and the Trump haters were all saying, this is after that five-day temporary ceasefire that got engineered. 
that this whole thing is going to dissolve into chaos after that. Well, it hasn't happened. Melissa is keeping an eye on that part of the world and says that everything so far is still holding with a ceasefire. Right, Melissa? Yes, sir. That is correct. Nothing's going on so far. All right. So here is the president announcing that Turkey has agreed to a permanent ceasefire along the Syrian border. And in exchange, sanctions imposed by the president on Turkey will be lifted as long as Turkey keeps its end of the bargain. This is important stuff. Listen. My fellow Americans, I greet you this morning from the White House to announce a major breakthrough toward achieving a better future for Syria and for the Middle East. Early this morning, the government of Turkey informed my administration that they would be stopping combat and their offensive in Syria and making the ceasefire permanent. So the sanctions will be lifted unless something happens that we're not happy with. This was an outcome created by us, the United States, and nobody else. And it really is part of the Trump foreign policy that he campaigned on to get us out of these endless quagmires and these endless wars in that part of the country that cause us to shed unimaginable and unacceptable amounts of blood and treasure. Here is Trump on keeping his campaign promise to get out of these endless wars in the Middle East and a very memorable line right here. Let someone else fight over this long, blood-stained sand. The job of our military is not to police the world. Other nations must step up and do their fair share. That hasn't taken place. Today's breakthrough is a critical step in that direction. There's no question that Russia has stepped up, you know, and moved in where we've moved out. But he's right to call on the other nations, you know, the nations of Europe, the Germanys, the the, the Brits, the French, everybody else. It's not just going to be us, and it's not just going to be our people dying over there. And that his long-term policy for the Middle East, which I wholeheartedly endorse, and I believe this before he ever said it, is we need to get the heck out of the Middle East beyond doing what it takes to secure Israel. Okay? That's it. So I thought it was a powerful speech by the president and the ceasefire that um, he has negotiated here and his people with Turkey is holding as we speak. And it didn't get enough attention by the anti-Trump media, so we decided we would take care of that right here on Good Morning Orlando. Then there was the big story that the Trump-hating media was all over, but I really liked what happened yesterday at the hands of a bunch of angry Republicans, not all of them from the Conservative Freedom Caucus, but a good many of them, storming into Adam Schiff's closed-door session where he was conducting a deposition uh, with a Defense Department official uh, ultimately trying to hang the president out to dry and get him impeached and thrown out of office. This group of angry Republicans, a couple of dozen of them, led by Florida Congressman um, Matt Gates. Here's Gates and a couple of others who joined him. If behind those doors they intend to overturn the results of an American presidential election, we want to know what's going on. This is a Soviet-style impeachment process. We're finding as hard as we can, we need more people to fight with us. Show your face where we can all see the travesty that you are trying to foist on America. Let's see if we can get in. 
Critics are calling it grandstanding, calling it a stunt, saying that they're all in a panic, the Republicans, because of Bill Taylor's testimony the day before, trying to draw a line, a quid pro quo between the president and the president of Ukraine. You know, we'll withhold the aid uh, until you get us some dirt on the Biden boys, okay? But what this was yesterday was a dramatic showcase of how unfair the impeachment process is and literally bursting through Schiff's closed doors, Yaffe. You know, it's not the first time Matt Gates has done this. It was, uh, I believe, a week ago or a couple weeks ago that he himself did it, but now he got the support of many other Republicans. The Democrats are calling this a stunt, but if anything's a stunt, in my opinion, it's the whole impeachment inquiry to begin with. So if we're going to complain about stunts, why don't we complain about that stunt? I like it. It was a little late, but uh, first, you know. What do you mean it was a little late? You know, the Republicans finally showing that well, they're like, yeah, hey, and he's been some... complaining. You know, you need to fight harder for me here. Mm-hmm. I'm your guy. You know, some of you may not like me all that much, but I am the Republican president and you are a Republican and they are trying to undo you know, the right. election of a president of the United States you know, over something that is not at all what the founding fathers would have envisioned as an impeachable offense, if there's any well, offense right. at all. This, But this isn't an actual impeachment hearing because there's been no vote. And there's no vote because they'd actually lose in the Senate. And they'd have to admit that they're impeaching Trump for things the vice president actually bragged about doing. But it's all good. Just saying. I loved it. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, obviously, uh, first thing is first. I think they will impeach him in the House. I really do believe that will happen. Uh, in the Senate, I, I, I don't believe they will, but there is, there is some soft support there. And one thing, to be very honest with you, the president needs to stop doing is offending people he may need their votes. Yesterday, calling those who don't support him among the Republicans in Congress human scum is not productive. You may say, oh, well, that's what they are, bud, man. But he just can't rely on hardcore Trumpers. He needs the people on the edges who are lukewarm. And this doesn't bring him toward Trump. This sends him away from Trump. When he, when he, It's one of those unnecessary self-inflicted uh, wounds, I think, with a personal attack that he doesn't need to make that's counterproductive for what the cause is. And the cause is saving his presidency and then winning a second term, Yaffe. Oh, yeah, I completely agree with you. But, I mean... At this point, when Trump does that, I'm just like, oh, okay, Trump. Oh, yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he does it. All right. So what about it here? Uh, do we have the wimps, the spineless wimps among the Republicans in Congress finally sucking it up and doing what the president's been telling him to do? you got to back me to the hilt. It's all on the line here. And what about that speech? And what about that ceasefire in the Middle East? And it looks like he's got a permanent deal with Erdogan here. You know? With, with, without any American blood being shed. And this holds the way it is right now. This is a master stroke, the likes of which I can't recall seeing, engineered by an administration in the Middle East in my lifetime. 407-916-5400. I'm on the Trump train this morning. Are you with me? Or do you think the old Bud Man's off the rails? Let's talk, shall we? 407-916-5400, text line 23680. We'll get to you right after we quickly update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in only two minutes here on News Radio WFLA Orlando. 
Central Florida headlines for you now. One person under arrest after an apparent threat prompted a lockdown at the West Campus of Valencia College yesterday. Orlando police say somebody made threats while in the school library. The library and the immediate area were searched. The person accused of making the threat now charged with disorderly conduct. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories here on Good Morning Orlando. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. So we're on the Trump train, and you've got my take, and Yaffe and Melissa have weighed in. Alan's in the newsroom getting the 630 ready for you. Um, He'll be here in just a moment. Uh, But we're talking about those Republicans crashing through the doors of that uh, Adam Schiff uh, impeachment deposition that was being taken and saying, you know, it's time to let the sun shine in and making the point that this is not at all a fair process for something so critically important as the contemplated impeachment of the president of the United States. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not against all closed-door meetings, obviously, but no. I feel like in this case, this stuff needs to be out in the open. And but Plus, it wasn't a classified hearing, Mike. This was right, not exactly. classified information. It's not like the whistleblower was there well, or anything. Well, it's not like some, you know, <laughs> deep uh, CIA stuff yeah, exactly. or something. Right. National security implications, for God's sakes. And then there's that powerful speech in the Middle East, you know, and this and this ceasefire. This this is all Trump. I mean, his people are implementing it, but this is all Trump. And nobody thought this could happen even temporarily, you know, and it would be a massacre and it would dissolve within hours. Now he's got a commitment for a permanent ceasefire as long as Turkey toes the line. And he's got the sanctions hanging over their heads right now. And his larger Middle Eastern policy, I think, is a vote-getter across party lines. Americans in general are sick to death of the body bags and the flag-draped coffins and nothing to show for it long-term in the Middle East because there never will be anything to show for it. Alan, welcome down the hallway from the newsroom. Why, thanks, bud. We got a caller on the line. We do. Let's go to the phones and talk to Alan. What a wonderful name you have in Mount Verde. Good morning, Good Alan. Good morning. Good morning, Alan. It's great to hear another great naming, Alan. First of the alphabet. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> okay, hey, boys. When is a love oh, fest going to end here? Never. Hey, bud. Go ahead. I got, one, I got one for you, bud. There's one factor that I am interested in, and that's called the Trey Gowdy factor. It hasn't been spoken, but Trey Gowdy is working on the defense team for the president. My I my understanding imagine. is my understanding is that that's been deep sixed because of his his lobbying background and it's in violation of some uh, federal regulations. Uh, what is the latest? I'm, I'm, I my idea well, is I that he's out. But go ahead. Well, I haven't heard that, but I was looking forward to Trey Gowdy on the Senate floor saying, seriously, Adam Schiff, you are a prosecutor, state prosecutor. Guess what? I'm a state former state's attorney. Let's go head banging and. What you look at YouTube videos of anything you want oh. with Trey Gowdy, he chews Democrats up and spits them out. Oh, and, he, and that, that would looking, happen there. That would happen there. He would. The he truth would, would yeah. be revealed like yeah. nobody's business, and they would be going blah, 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 like I don't know Bugs Bunny, Elmer Fudd, trying to figure <laughs> out a lie to tell, and it would be hilarious. But I hadn't heard that he's been recused due to those 
conflicts yeah. there. But There was oh. talk originally that he might join the defense team, but you're right, bud. It ended up not happening. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. So we're not going to be seeing uh, Gowdy in that way, but I, I got to tell you. I would, if I that would was, if, if that five tickets to see that. If that was a fight, as Howard Cosell would have said, they would have stopped it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, thank you, Alan. Thank you very much. And mm. thank you, Alan. You're welcome, Wonderful bud. introduction to Alan. Strong effort. Yeah, wow. well... <laughs> It was like an Allen love fest. I had a personal yeah. interest in that call. Did yes, you? you did. Yeah, it was a good one, too. Um, text line? Well, I don't see any Allens on the text line, but I'll read some anyway. What? Uh, we have Nick out of Orlando says, I find it amazing how Trump gets this deal done without having to fire one bullet. President Trump uses our economy to negotiate very important deals, once again keeping his promises. Another one said, uh, replace the name Trump with Obama, and he'd receive the Nobel Peace Prize in a hot minute for the Syrian ceasefire. Yeah, he would. <laughs> now, another one talked about the fact that um, Trump said some of the Republicans are human scum, the never-Trumpers or whatever, yeah. who don't support him. He said they're human scum. That's what Trump yeah. said in a tweet. That's right. Uh, the texter says, President Trump is boisterous and loud. Every single American knows that. We should judge our presidents based on what they accomplish and what they do for hey, the American people. He's accomplished a lot. I've never said anything oh, yeah. other than that. But he's going to need votes beyond the hardcore. And he just repels some. You know, there were people who were Republicans who were going to say, you know, I've backed you on some stuff, Mr. President, but not everything. And now you're calling me human scum. I'm sitting on the sidelines. I'm not voting for you. You know, and, and he needs all the support he can get right now. I don't understand that part of Trump. And I just can't back it. Because I don't like that kind of talk, but also because I think it's counterproductive to his cause. Yeah, that's the problem. But that's been the problem all along, and there seems to be no end in sight to that. Well, it's a critical time with the impeachment on the table. Alan, news at the bottom of the hour. A lot of folks just joining us. What do you got? Scott Israel, still unemployed, and the Orlando Magic open a new season. Those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together in just two minutes. 6.30 on Good Morning Orlando. The Bud Man with you, and uh, Yaffe and Melissa in the control room. And alongside me right now, our news guy and uh, my co-host, Alan Spector, with a story we're going to be talking about with you at 7 o'clock. All right, Bud. The Florida Senate special session is over, and the vote on whether to remove Scott Israel as sheriff of Broward County has been taken. Lock the board and record the vote. 25 yeas, 15 nays, Mr. President. Senators, by your vote, the report is adopted, and Scott Israel is hereby removed from the position of sheriff of Broward County. Governor Ron DeSantis suspended Israel back in January, citing incompetence for the sheriff's office's response to the shootings at Stoneman Douglas High and the Fort Lauderdale Airport. Despite the Senate vote, Israel says he'll run for sheriff in 2020. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. You might be hearing some noises right now if you're in the vicinity of Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. They're testing fireworks for their new holiday show. Disney says they should be done in another 10 minutes or so. An Orange County deputy finds himself on the wrong side of the law. Lieutenant Travis Mackey was arrested yesterday for pocketing off-duty pay for work he never performed. Deputies say he was hired to work security at an apartment complex last year, but... Most of the time, he never showed up despite getting paid almost $7,400. Mackey, who's been with the sheriff's office for more than 25 years, is charged with grand theft. Nearly all of South Florida has watched it rise over Hollywood. And finally, the Guitar Hotel at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino is ready to welcome its first guests. Costing over $1.5 billion, reaching opening day for the Hard Rock expansion is a milestone, but 
There's even more to come. Chairman Jim Allen says the South Florida Super Bowl is just a few months away. There will be another whole launch of who and where and who's playing and what live TV shows will be here and what unbelievable celebrity concerts will occur. There are 638 rooms inside the Guitar Hotel, bringing the total number of rooms at the resort to more than 1,200. Remodeled concert venues debut at Hard Rock this weekend, too, including a performance by Maroon 5. Rory O'Neill, News Radio WFLA, Orlando. Nikola Vucevic led the way with 21 points and 9 rebounds as the Orlando Magic knocked off the Cleveland Cavaliers 94-85 in the season opener for both teams at the Amway Center. Evan Fournier netted 16 points and Markel Fultz added 12 off the bench for the Magic. Fultz says it's great to get minutes in crunch time. It's big. I think it shows that coach trusts in me. Um, it shows the work that I put in over the summer. Um, and I'm, like I said, it's just uh, gives me confidence, really, you know, just to be able to you know, go out there and compete when the game's on the line and try to pull out a win. The Magic now hit the road for two games starting Saturday in Atlanta. WFLA News Time, 637. If you miss anything on Good Morning Orlando, check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio. Florida headlines right now. Those who grow the Sunshine State's signature fruit are being told to brace for hard times. An economist with the Florida Department of Citrus has gone before the Florida Citrus Commission in Polk County. This happened yesterday. Based on her projections, she says orange growers can expect a 25% price drop in the 2019-2020 season. Inventory expected to increase, but that inventory could be hard to move because orange juice sales are trending downward. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories all morning for you on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1. Still on FM 93.1. News Radio WFLA Orlando. And still on AM 540. So we got a response. Disney has been testing fireworks within the last hour here this morning. And I wondered if anybody, you know, had been bounced out of bed and how they felt about it. Yaffe? Well, Tracy from Windermere is texting in, and she likes it. She says the fireworks are awesome. Morning coffee and blasts of color. We can see the fireworks in our backyard, and it made my day. And if you'd like to see them. Yeah, if you missed them, we've got a, we've got a whole video of them going off right now on WFLA Orlando's page on Facebook. Just search WFLA Orlando and like us and follow us. Okay. Now, a note on the upcoming Florida legislative session in January, not too far away, right? I mean, just barely more than, you know, two months from now. Um, the House, a key committee, has passed parental consent. We now have parental notification. Once upon a time, we had parental consent required here for an abortion by a teenager. That was shot down by the Florida Supreme Court back in 2003. But now DeSantis has reconfigured the Supreme Court. New justices, much more conservative. So this has got a real shot, okay? I think I think that it should be required that a parent get, that a child who wants an abortion get parental consent. I mean, your kids have to have your permission to do all kinds of things, for goodness sakes. What could be more important than that they actually get your consent to say, yes, you need to have that abortion, as opposed to they fulfill the law now just by notifying you, oh, by the way, I'm getting an abortion tonight. That's not good enough when a life is at stake and all the emotions that are involved and, you know, poorly formed uh, judgment that teenagers are infamous for. We all understand that. We've all been there, right? Um, I, I think that a parent has to be involved in that process and that you cannot take that life within that teenager without 
the parents agreeing to it. I don't think you should be able to do it even then, to be honest with you, but that's just me. We're talking about the legislation here. Parental consent to replace parental notification? Where are you on that? We'll get Yaffe, who I know is a real pro-lifer in on this. We'll get Melissa as well, and Alan if he comes back down the hall from the newsroom. And we'll get to it after we update Orlando's news, weather and traffic in two minutes on the Thursday edition of the 50,000-watt front porch on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Headlines now. The State Department is being told to hand over its Ukraine-related records. U.S. District Judge Christopher Cooper is giving the department 30 days to hand over any records that relate to President Trump's attempts to pressure Ukraine into investigating a political rival. It also includes any communications between Secretary of State Pompeo and Rudy Giuliani. Updates at least every 10 minutes for you on our top stories right here in Good Morning Orlando. Stay ahead of the storm with Operation Stormwatch on News Radio WFLA Orlando. The um, the House, when the legislature convenes in January in Tallahassee, will consider legislation that would change this from a a parental notification state for abortion for a teenager to parental consent the way it used to be. Um, the Senate is still dealing with a version of that. Um, but I guess that I think they'll be taking it up for sure as well, and we'll see how it all plays out. I think this change is desperately needed. Yaffe? You know, there's some textures that are making a really good point that I agree with. One person said, name one single other medical procedure that can be performed on a minor without parental permission. I stole my thunder. Is that, well, is that, I, yeah, well, I don't know of any other one. I'll tell you, let it yeah. rumble because I think that is a terrific right. point. Okay. And mm-hmm. I, I can't think of one. It's a good one. In Florida, minors need parental consent for receiving an aspirin at school. One of our texters has also yeah, written that's that. Right. To attend an R-rated movie. Any medical procedure, tattoos, pierced ears, field trips, among other things. Okay, They also cannot legally be bound to contracts because society recognizes they do not have the maturity to contracts or agree to make decisions that could affect their long-term well-being. Yet here in Florida, it's, it's legal for a 15-year-old to have a complex medical procedure, like an abortion, behind their parents' backs. And to actually make the decision unilaterally on their own right now right. to say, I'm going to end this life. It's ridiculous. Uh, a few years ago, it's like 500 bucks to get an abortion. And then there was an abortion clinic that actually gave a $100 discount if you got abortions on Sunday. Yeah, ask me how I feel, bud. Jeez, that's awful. You know, looking at the big picture, uh, the big picture is we're trying to save lives. And I know there's a lot of people on the left who want to say it's not a life. But I think most of the evidence now says it is a life. And we have to do everything we can to save more of these innocent lives, in my opinion. Absolutely right. But the other side is saying, the left is saying, the opposition here, primarily from the Democrats in in Tallahassee, is that this is just chipping away at reproductive rights here. You know, chipping away at a woman's right to choose. This is a child who made a mistake and got pregnant. All right? Uh, and, and, And this child... This child is obviously incapable of making smart decisions. And we're not going to let that child make a decision to kill another human being that happens to reside within her body. You know, you were talking about what the other side is saying. One thing I am worried about is I'm afraid this will be held up in the courts. If this passes, I have a feeling the courts are going to strike it down. And 
Well, the thinking is the Florida Supreme Court ended um, parental consent in 2003, but it was a much more liberal court now reconfigured by DeSantis. Mm -hmm. So this may well fly in the newly configured Florida Supreme Court. Well, it's cleared the House, though, for now. My representative, Scott Plakin, voted, yes, let's get this parental consent thing on the the books. And I I feel like it's going. It's going. Yeah, that was the House Health and Human Services Committee approving the measure by a vote of 12 to 6, and it was the only committee hoop that it had to jump through. So this will be taken up by the full house in January. And we wanted you to know about that. WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart radio station. Good morning, Orlando. Good Thursday morning, one and all. Glad you're with us here at the top of the 7 o'clock hour for our latest check of Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic on News Radio WFLA Orlando, now on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour Mark Heath Lloyd gets life. More in one minute. Key votes on Lloyd and Scott Israel. Did they get him right? Did they get him wrong? Our take and yours straight ahead on Good Morning Orlando. 703 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. In an Orlando courtroom, she could not sentence Mark Heath Lloyd to death, but Circuit Judge Leticia Marquez did give him five life sentences for murdering his pregnant ex-girlfriend. All counts are consecutive to one another, and all, all firearm minimum mandatories are consecutive to one another. You have 30 days to appeal the judgment and sentence of the court. The jury recommended against the death penalty after brief deliberations yesterday morning. The family of Lloyd's victims, Sade Dixon and her unborn baby, avoided reporters after the sentence was announced. Lloyd will be back in court in the spring to go on trial for the murder of Orlando Police Lieutenant Deborah Clayton and could again face the death penalty. I have strong feelings about the way that vote went down. I'll lay them out there and see what everybody thinks here in just a moment, Alan. All right, bud. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. A Central Florida congressman is not proud of what's unfolding in Washington these days. Michael Waltz, who represents the 6th District, was among a group of Republicans who disrupted testimony in the impeachment inquiry on Capitol Hill yesterday. Waltz and others are upset that the interviews with witnesses are being held behind closed doors. I'm a Green Beret. I'm a proud veteran. This process does not make me proud. I have fought from Afghanistan to West Africa. I have operated in countries, in third world countries, who have fairer processes. Meanwhile, 10th District Democrat Val Deming says Waltz and his fellow Republicans are stressed and desperate. Marco Rubio seems skeptical of what President Trump calls a permanent ceasefire. Trump announced yesterday that sanctions against Turkey will be lifted after they agreed to the ceasefire. Senator Rubio, though, says Turkey's president has not agreed to stop all military operations in Syria. Rubio also tweeted, we should leave some U.S. troops in the area to help fight ISIS. A new contract offer is on the table for Orange County teachers. Instead of an annual bonus, the district is now proposing about a 6% increase, pay increase, in a two-year deal. They're also offering to pay for half of an increase in insurance costs during the first year. We think this goes a long way to retention, to make, to letting our teachers know we care about them. We want to make sure that we're front-loading this money. We know that they don't like bonuses. This gives them that commitment right now. School District spokesman Scott Howitt. 
A dozen riders are safe after being helped off the Rip Ride Rocket Roller Coaster at Universal Studios Orlando. The ride got stuck on the tracks yesterday morning. Orlando firefighters and Universal employees assisted passengers in exiting the ride. Universal blames a technical glitch. The Washington Nationals are halfway to their first World Series championship. They scored 10 runs late in the game to crush the Astros 12-3 in Game 2 of the Fall Classic in Houston. Nationals manager Dave Martinez on the improbability of being up 2-0 in the World Series. I wish I was a betting man, but I'm not. I don't, I don't really believe in that stuff. I, what I believe in is, is hard work, being consistent in what we do. And, and sticking to our process. Washington hosts Game 3 tomorrow night. And I think about the only thing anybody agrees on in Washington is they all love the Nationals, regardless of party or whatever. They're going crazy in the Capitol. Many became fans about two weeks ago. Yeah. WFLA News time is 7.06. Philadelphia Eagles defensive tackle Fletcher Cox scares off an intruder with a shotgun. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WFLA Orlando. The second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. Dave Ramsey, weekdays 3 till 5 p.m. News Radio WFLA Orlando. Good morning, Orlando. We are delighted to have you with us. The Bud Man here, my co-host Alan Spector, Mike Yaffe, our executive producer. Melissa Fox is our screener this morning, taking your calls at 407-916-5400, text line 23680. Um, We're going to get into the key votes about the future of um, Sheriff Scott Israel. He's not going to be reinstated. We've talked about that. And and Mark Heath Lloyd is not going to get the death penalty. Um, I think one vote went the way it should have. The other absolutely did not. I'd like to know what you think. Did they get it right? Did they get it wrong? And the key votes yesterday that concern the future of um, Scott Israel and Markeith Lloyd, 407-916-5400, text line 23680, where standard message and data rates apply. Thoughtful textures in the wake of our talk about moving from parental notification to parental consent in the state of Florida. Uh, one saying, you know, it's curious, but how can Lloyd be prosecuted for killing his unborn child, but that same child can be aborted legally? And um, there are others like it here. If an unborn baby is not a life, then why was Markeith Lloyd tried and convicted for killing his unborn child? Think about that. And while you do... On a more pleasant note, here's Alan. With a chance for you to win $1,000 as we make your wallet great again with our texting contest, we're about to announce the keyword of the hour. You just text that keyword to 200-200 and you could win $1,000. Watch for a call from area code 513 informing you that you are the winner. Listen every hour for the keyword all day long and your chance to win a grand as we make your wallet great again. And listen up in two minutes for an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic on Good Morning Orlando. It's 7.09. Headlines right now. Former Presidents Barack Obama and Bill Clinton will be among the speakers at tomorrow's funeral for Maryland Congressman Elijah Cummings, who died last week from serious medical complications he's had over a long period of time, dead at the age of 68. Cummings will lie in state in the U.S. Capitol Statuary Hall this morning. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories are promise on Good Morning Orlando. 
now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7 HD3, AM 540, and the iHeartRadio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm Broward County Sheriff. Well, he was the Broward County Sheriff, Scott Israel, until Ron DeSantis came in and, um, and, and, and took him out of office. Scott Israel wanted his job back, fought for it in the Florida Senate. I told you it would be pretty close to a straight party line vote. It is 23 Republicans, 17 Democrats in the Florida Senate. The vote to not reinstate Israel, 25 to 15. He's going to run for re-election in Broward. He could well win down there in the land of the libs, and um, uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me. But at any rate, he is still out of a job, I think, based on... Um, on the failures in in the training of deputies there, the weaknesses in the policies about confronting an active shooter, uh, I think he really had to go. And I think they got it right. I think the jury in the Markeith Lloyd trial got it wrong. Uh, of course, it requires a unanimous vote to give somebody the death penalty here. And since the Florida Supreme Court ruled that way, there hasn't been a single case I was reading in the state of Florida where they've been able to get a death penalty because they can't get a unanimous 12-0 vote, okay? And um, they decided life in prison for this for this cold-blooded killer. Now, Yaffe, my question on this, because I, I don't agree with what happened with the Markeith Lloyd jury, I think Scott Israel, uh, the Senate, got it right. If you want to weigh in, everybody, 407-916-5400 on one or both, who got it right, who got it wrong, and why, 407-916-5400, and the text line 23680. Here's an interesting question, and I, I reached out to uh, an attorney friend of ours yesterday but got no response, maybe out of town. My question is this. Let's assume in the second trial they ultimately decide the death penalty for Mark Heath Lloyd for the murder of Orlando Police Lieutenant Deborah Clayton. So you have the same person. He's one guy, Mark Heath Lloyd, who is given life for Sade Dixon's murder and the unborn child she was carrying, but gets death for Deborah Clayton. What do you do with Mark Heath Lloyd? I, what happens? What what takes precedent? I mean, what he said. Wait a minute. A question. Wait a minute. We're going we're, we're to execute him now for Deborah Clayton. Well, wait a minute. You can't execute him. It was decided you can't execute him, and in the Shadé Dixon case, what happens there? How does that get resolved? I <laughs> say he never gets executed because of that. Really? I think I, I think the death penalty is completely off the table now. Oh, I, I didn't I, know that. I, 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 I don't know the answer to that. I'm looking for the answer to that. Yeah, I hope someone calls or texts because I thought it was the opposite. I thought the death penalty would take precedent. In that in that situation, it's an unusual situ- it's an unusual situation where you have bit, separate yeah. trials for the same person, right? And, I wonder- and, and and the people who don't want him executed are going to be screaming. Wait a minute, we already got a ruling from a jury of his peers yeah. that he should not die, and now you're going to kill him. Of course, I they're killing him for another. Case, but he's one guy. You can't cut him in half and execute the lower half and let the upper half live. Well, what mean, are you going to do? I wouldn't mind doing that. Well, if there you go. Took, <laughs> I understand how you feel. <laughs> Where are you on the decision made not to reinstate Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel, who was on the job when the Parkland massacre occurred? Where are you on the jury in the Markeith Lloyd case um, saying life in prison, 
not the death penalty. You know where I stand. We'll get more from our gang here, but we really want you to weigh in. It's unusual to have two votes of such great consequences within the borders of the state of Florida to occur within one day. So we married the two together in this talk segment. A bit unusual, I know, but we hope you will let us know what you think. That's kind of what the show's here for. We give priorities to our phone callers. We'll get you right on at 407-916-5400. And our texters always welcome. First name in town, welcome as well. 23680. A word now for a great guy who does great work helping people solve their financial problems and find financial peace short term and financial security long term. Okay, if you're a regular on the show, you know the next words out of my mouth are going to be Joel Garris Nelson Financial Planning. He is the chief executive officer of this great firm that is just um, noted for its integrity and for its success for its clients. And Joel Garrish, you won't find a man who is better versed and more up-to-date on what's going on in the markets, what's going on with tax law, what is happening with all the investment products that are out there because there are new ones all the time. Joel Garrish sticks by the bedrock principle of Nelson Financial Planning, which has been for years. They will never recommend an investment to anybody unless they already own it personally. So they know what works and what doesn't through firsthand experience. Joel offers you or anyone you know and care about who's struggling to deal with financial situation a free face-to-face, one-on-one consultation with no strings attached at all. Just you and Joel across the table, and boy, he'll give you some great advice that is tailored strictly to your unique set of circumstances. We're talking Game Changer, gang. Why don't you see if you can get this done today? They'll put it on the books at your convenience And I think it's a great opportunity for you or someone in your family or circle of friends who could really use some help. And it is absolutely free. And um, you'll love dealing with Joel Garris. Here's the number, 407-629-6477. If you got it, it's free. Great consultation, great opportunity, 407-629-6477. They are A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. And Nelson Financial Planning does offer securities through Nelson Ives Brokerage Services, member FINRA and SIPC. Did the Florida Senate get it right on not reinstating Scott Israel? And did the jury get it right in deciding life versus death for Markeith Lloyd? What do you think? You're next after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines right now, President Trump taking aim at Republicans who don't support him. The president calling out never-Trump Republicans, calling them human scum. However, he said that there aren't many Republicans left who don't support him. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories throughout the morning for you. And good morning, Orlando. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. It's good morning, Orlando. We're talking about Scott Israel. The Florida Senate says he can't have his job back as sheriff of Broward County. Meanwhile, here in Orlando, Markeith Lloyd gets life after the jury declines to recommend the death sentence for the murder of Shade Dixon and her unborn child. Let's go to the phones. It's Bob in Longwood. Bob, it's Alan, along with the Budman, Yaffe, and Melissa. What do you think about these cases? Uh, thanks for taking my phone call. I, I think they got it right with the sheriff, but the only thing uh, I'm mad about is 
I'm not dropping my kid off at the police station. I'm dropping my kid off at the school. That principal should have been fired, and that supervisor, or that district of all them schools should have been fired because they knew this guy was a bad. Uh, it was a bad apple, and they should have protected that school. That principal should have been gone too. Thank all right, you. Bob. Thanks for the call. Yeah, other heads should have rolled, but that wasn't the issue yesterday in the Florida Senate. Um, what about it, Alan? I'm kind of with you, Bud. I, I think the, the Florida Senate got it right. In the case of Scott Israel, I think the jury here in Orlando got it wrong. And I was I was shocked when I heard the news yesterday because... Which the ju- news? The news about Mark Heath Lloyd. Uh, because the jury had been so quick to convict him of first-degree murder. And then we get uh, another, actually another quick decision, and they say life in prison, no death penalty. Yeah, we haven't gotten the death penalty since the Florida Supreme Court ruled you got to go 12-0 unanimous on that, or it doesn't happen. Right. It's just, you know... Somebody there who's just thinking, guy, this guy had a horrible life, and uh, oh. you know there were terrible circumstances surrounding this. Da 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 da. Do you realize that the uh, victim's family, when they were given an opportunity to speak prior to the judge sentencing, said nothing. I, I don't know why. I I'm very disappointed though. They said nothing. Hmm. No, I didn't know that. Doesn't that usually when you, you know they, you're given the opportunity to say your about your loss to the judge, and there was no nothing. What do you and Yaffe think on this in terms of whether or not they got it right, got it wrong on Israel, Mark Heath Lloyd? Well, I agree with you, but it's hard to listen to the families, the Parkland victims' families, and not take their side when it comes to Scott Israel. They obviously know what they're talking about, and to them, it's not about politics. It's sad to me that this became a partisan political issue, and I don't even know how that happened. I didn't even think of it that way until recently. It's odd, though, but most of the Broward County parents are Democrats. And again, it didn't cross party lines the way it should have. But this man, he failed those people in that county that day. And there should not have been a single debate on whether he should have been reinstated. And hopefully a sheriff that will get in there will act and and not just stand aside while innocents are slaughtered. Before we go to the text line, where are you on Mark Heath Lloyd getting life versus death? Yeah, I mean, I think he should have got the death penalty. It's kind of like what you said. If it's not for this case, what exactly is it for? Exactly. Might as well just get rid of it. Couldn't they have just uh, closed up shop and given him the death penalty and then we wouldn't even have to worry about the officer uh, Clayton? What do you mean closed up shop? Just giving him the death penalty yesterday and that would have been it. Bye-bye. No? No, you got to have a second trial. Mm. you got a dead officer. Well, here's the thing. Though. You have he, to have justice there. You know, Mark Keith Lloyd likes to be in control, right? He's defiant. He's combative. But in prison, life in prison, oh, it's going to be it's going to be hell. I yeah, but in our system, the death penalty is the most extreme punishment you can give a human being. It's also the by most the, costly. By the way, yeah, I know. I hear you. Be around forever. I don't think he's ever going to get executed, frankly, no matter what happens with Deborah Clayton. I really don't. But at any rate, um, I'm getting ripped by somebody who's calling me a hypocrite here that says I'm pro-life, and yet I want the death penalty here. I am pro-life at the beginning of life, with a helpless, defenseless life inside a woman, okay? I'm an Old Testament guy when it comes to cold-blooded killers. Eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Well, I think and that's where I've always been. I was going to say, it's not hard to differentiate an unborn, innocent child and a brutal murderer. I mean, we can all tell there's a difference there, right? <laughs> so I think so couple of text uh, we got so many text messages we can't get to them all and some of the long ones are are just awfully tough to get through but we appreciate your thoughts yeah one person said he deserves the death penalty for both 
What a great question I've always thought about and pondered is how can someone be convicted for murder for an unborn child, yet states will allow for abortion of unborn children? A lot of texters bringing that issue up today. Yeah, sure. It's not, it, it doesn't make sense. It's counterintuitive. It doesn't seem rational the way we do things, does it? Yeah, All right, no, that'll that was, do it. Yeah, okay. tell, tell you what, let, how about we turn it over to Alan? We're coming right up on 7.30, and it's time for the news. One of the stories we've been talking about, the suspended sheriff loses and the magic win. Those stories and others, plus elsewhere and traffic and weather together, in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando, it's 7.30. Looking ahead in this half hour, Rush for the Morning Update, preceded by the sound judgment game. Patriots, I've got a great prize for you. Stay tuned on that. But, Alan, how about a little bit more on this Scott Israel situation? The Florida Senate, as we've been talking about, is not giving Scott Israel his job back. He was suspended as Broward County Sheriff in connection with the shootings at Stoneman Douglas High and the Fort Lauderdale Airport. The Senate voted 25-15 to 15 against reinstating Israel. The father of one of the school shooting victims, Tony Montalto, says that decision may prevent future disasters. The tragedy that happened to us... The result would have been the same in any other city that used the Broward County Sheriff's Office while it was under his leadership. But Israel says he will run again for sheriff next year. The news is brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. One person is under arrest after an apparent threat prompted a lockdown at the west campus of Valencia College. Orlando police said someone made threats while in the school library yesterday. The library and the immediate area were searched. The person accused of making the threat is charged with disorderly conduct. A woman is wanted in Tallahassee for what police call a heinous crime. Police say 32-year-old Mia Williams poured gasoline on another woman last night and set her on fire inside a Taco Bell on South Monroe Street. The victim is dealing with serious burns and Williams is facing a charge of attempted murder. There is no word on a motive. Boy, what a grim story that is. Incredible. goodness. South Florida's Guitar Hotel is finally ready to rock. The $1.5 billion expansion of the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino opens tonight in Hollywood. It is truly a destination that's not just a casino. When we look at all the aspects of entertainment, whether it be the new restaurants, retail, certainly Broadway shows, live music, comedy clubs, all these things become part of the destination. Hard Rock International Chairman Jim Allen says it takes hours to walk through all of the pools, theaters, and entertainment venues at the hotel and he says they're already fielding reservations from celebrities who want to party there in february for the super bowl well i'm i don't fit the celebrity um status but oh, i gotta, come I, on bud. some point gonna check that out gotta hey, check it it's out it's an incredible sight it, it's a huge guitar yeah that's a hotel the orlando magic opened their new season on a winning note downing the cleveland cavaliers 94 to 85 at the amway center Nikola Vucevic paced the Magic with 21 points and 9 rebounds, with Evan Fournier adding 16 points. But Orlando coach Steve Clifford says they have to get on the glass and cut down on turnovers. You know, last year was a strength, and uh, we haven't rebounded in preseason. We didn't rebound tonight. And uh, and then the turnovers, we're just so sloppy with the ball right now, and it's really impacting how we play. So those are things that we're going to have to clean up uh, by Saturday. The Magic's next game is Saturday in Atlanta. Elsewhere. The National Park Service is having fun with the Washington Nationals World Series appearance. The National Mall jokingly wrote on Twitter that it's unofficially renaming the landmark the Nationals Mall. 
Oh, I like that. The account even posted a picture of them all with the Curly W Nationals logo cut into the grass. Although that picture appears to be photoshopped, Washington hosts Game 3 of the World Series tomorrow night, up 2-0 on the Houston Astros. Can't believe they blew them out last night in Houston. 12-3. Popeye's is confirming its sold-out chicken sandwich will return early next month. What? Sort of. About 150 franchise-owned locations are putting it back on the menu. But to make that happen, they need to hire 400 more workers. The CEO says Popeye's may even dedicate up to two people per store just to make the chicken sandwich. (laughs) The item debuted in August and sold out in two weeks. No word on when the nationwide launch will happen, but the CEO says they're ready this time. Got Melissa's attention in there. Yeah. She stood up. No, actually, I'm working breaking news right now. Um, in Maitland, there's like a whole bunch of police officers that are positioned around our iHeart facilities and in the area. Maitland police are working on That's a, really weird. We had them here person. yesterday morning when I came in. Mm-hmm. Scared the tar out of me. There were blue yeah. lights flashing all over but the place. People have called and others folks in our building are looking to us for the news. So I wanted to let you know that if you see something in Maitland that doesn't look right, call 911. Otherwise, we have no further information except the police are searching for a person who broke into an unmarked patrol car here in Maitland. All right. Sorry to interrupt elsewhere. Wow. And now, back to elsewhere. <laughs> this, is, this is a first. We've never had breaking news in the middle of elsewhere. Yeah. I know. It's weird, right? But, you know, whenever it happens, it happens. It does. When news breaks, we fix it. Back to elsewhere. It may be hard to believe, but rats can drive a car. Oh, I think this video was just up on the network a couple of minutes ago, and it really was amazing to watch. Now, this is not a full-size car. It's a tiny car. Sure. Scientists in Virginia designed the car by putting a clear plastic food container on wheels, and they wanted to test if rats could master such a task, and it worked. They say 17 rats drove in a specified area and were awarded with treats. What's more, the team says the rats seemed relaxed and less stressed. Researchers hope this will eventually replace current maze tests to study brain conditions like Parkinson's. Yeah, they're fine. They're fine now until we put them on I-4, then that... It was a pretty controlled (laughs) experience, yeah. They're not going to be relaxed anymore. Yeah, I'm thinking this could be a whole new market for Uber. It, <laughs> it might be. Yeah. Find these stories and more on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com. Find the Elsewhere podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Just look for Elsewhere. Elsewhere. With Alan Spector. The video of the rats driving those little cars is just unbelievable to watch. Mm-hmm. And the idea that there would be an application for something like human Parkinson's is right. remarkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. more to come on that. Great stuff on Elsewhere and the breaking news as well. Give us more on that if you've got it, Melissa. In the meantime, fun and games. Nobody interrupts sound judgment. We really? got a, we got a prime. Well, <laughs> oh boy! I'm, I thought elsewhere was untouchable. I, I'm doomed. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm so Patriots, sorry. the brand new Midway movie about the turning point in World War II in the Pacific is supposed to be phenomenal. We've got pre-screening tickets here. You get to go before anybody else gets to see this amazing movie about the greatest generation, and um, you'll want to see it. And we've got the tickets. So get on the line right now. If you haven't won in 30 days, you're eligible to play and win Sound Judgment. 407-916-5400. 407-916-5400. 
and it's a great thing to give away to somebody. If uh, you're not into going to the movie theaters or whatever, for whatever reason, you got people in your family would love to do that. Um, give them away. Give them away to somebody at work. But you got to win them first, and you get on the fifty thousand watt front porch right now by calling four zero seven nine one six fifty four hundred or the toll free eight six six nine one six. 5,400. Sound judgment after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic very quickly in two minutes here on the Thursday edition of Good Morning Orlando on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Headlines for you right now. Senator Mitt Romney is going after President Trump. No surprise there. Over sanctions against Turkey. Trump said he's lifting the sanctions he imposed when Turkey invaded Syria, but if Turkey fails to live up to its promises in the ceasefire agreement they've reached, that he would deploy the might of the U.S. economy to punish them. Romney said on Twitter that he can't believe Turkey will not be punished for its malevolent behavior. Updates at least every 10 minutes on the top stories all morning, every day here in Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, News Radio WFLA Orlando, and still on AM 540. And ready to go with the sound judgment game. If you're trying to get in, I've got a toll-free open at 866-916-5400. Here's the prize, Melissa. It is a four-pack to the sneak preview of Midway next Monday, November 4th. It is an American wartime drama that's going to be released in theaters over Veterans Day weekend from Lionsgate. It is a great film battling uh, the Battle of Midway, and the historic naval battle, what it's all about. Offer, uh, we've got awesome stars in it, and it's really a, an ultimate underdog story, and you're going before anybody else if you use your sound judgment and win. Okay, and if you're trying to get in, 407-916-5400 is the number. A wrong answer frees up on the line, and we are ready to go. In the course of our Good Morning Orlando shows, as you know, we hear a lot from the president. Well, for today's Sound Judgment game, we're going to hear from an Academy Award-winning actor who has played the president in a memorable movie. I want you to listen to a little sound of this actor talking about how bad it got when his son was in the throes of drug addiction, and then use your sound judgment to name this actor and the movie in which he played the president of the United States. Had uh, reached a point where I thought I was going to lose him based on everything um, I'd seen and um, was not willing to emotionally commit anymore. An actor's getting up there a little bit in years, but I think that voice should be familiar to you. Who is that, and in what movie did he play the President of the United States? Line one, go ahead. You're up. Jimmy Durante? No, it's not Jimmy Durante. Open line 407-916-5400. Line two, name the actor, name the movie in which he played the president. Nope. Line three, can you take a crack at it? Yeah, it sounds like Michael Douglas. You're halfway home. Uh, What's the movie? The American President. We have a winner. Yeah. Played President Andrew Shepard in that movie right now, talking about his son Cameron, who's come through drug addiction and apparently is clean now, but he was talking about his ordeal, and I thought we would let you listen to a little bit of Michael Douglas. Congratulations. You've got advanced sneak peek screening tickets to Midway. Hope you're excited about that. A lot of folks would like to have the prize. You just won. Awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah, what's your first name, please? Steve. Calling in from where? 
Deltona. Good deal. Welcome in from Volusia County, my friend. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening to the show. Put you off air on hold. Don't hang up. Melissa will work things out for the tickets. And I guess Michael Douglas's dad, Kirk, is still around? Over 100. 101. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. I really liked the American president until they got to the end, and you knew that Rob Reiner, the liberal, had been the director when the president gets up and makes a speech and says, yeah, and we're coming for the guns. I said, what is this, Beto O'Rourke? Although I didn't even know about yeah. Beto back then. <laughs> that was quite omniscient but, of you. <laughs> but I thought it was i thought it was a really, really great presidential portrayal until they got to that speech, and it didn't surprise me one bit, given who was directing the flick. At any rate... There we go. Rush from the right side of the 50,000-watt front porch. Next, with the morning update, right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes, here on Good Morning Orlando. WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando. WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando. W226BT Orlando and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando. Top of the morning to you here on a nice-looking Thursday at 8 o'clock as we update once again Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic on News Radio WFLA Orlando, now on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour, no death penalty for now, more in one minute. And for the tourism agency locally, visit Orlando. How much is too much money? We're talking about it next on Good Morning Orlando. 803 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. He's being spared the death penalty this time, but convicted killer Markeith Lloyd will never be a free man. They're overplaying this. We sat down politely and asked. It was an assistant secretary. Right, as to count one, first-degree murder of Sade Dixon, the court hereby sentences you to life in prison. As to count two, killing of an unborn child by injury to the mother, the court hereby sentences you to life in prison. The judge handed down multiple consecutive life sentences after the jury recommended against the death penalty for the murders of Lloyd's ex-girlfriend and her unborn baby. Lloyd will again face a possible death sentence when he goes on trial in the spring for the murder of Orlando Police Lieutenant Deborah Clayton. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. On Capitol Hill, 30 Republican House members stormed a closed-door hearing related to the impeachment inquiry, saying Democrats should make the proceedings more transparent. Central Florida Congressman Michael Waltz was part of it. They're overplaying this. We sat down politely and asked. It was an assistant secretary of defense. I'm on the Armed Services Committee and asked to hear and see. And Orlando Democrat Val Demings is on the House Intelligence Committee. I guess when you're desperate, um, you go back to complaining about the process, and that's what they're doing. Demings says Republicans on the committee have access to the same witnesses and data she has. A suspect is being sought in connection with a shooting at a gas station in Pine Hills. It happened last night at a Sitco station on North Powers Drive. The sheriff's office says a 35-year-old victim was taken to a hospital and treated for non-lethal injuries. Orange County teachers are being offered a pay raise. As negotiations on a new contract continue, the district is proposing a roughly 6% increase in a two-year deal in lieu of an annual bonus. We heard the teachers loud and clear. They didn't want bonuses. They wanted salary. 
So the board came back and said, let's take the non-recurring bonus, we'll put it into salary, and we'll commit to the additional 2% next year up front. Spokesman Scott Howitt says the district is also offering to pay for half of an increase in insurance costs during the first year of the contract. One team in the World Series is now halfway to the championship. Power at the plate guides the Washington Nationals to a Game 2 win. Here's one hammered in the left. Off the bat of Suzuki and gone. Joe Buck on Fox. Kurt Suzuki's solo shot gives the Nationals back the lead in the top of the seventh inning, starting a six-run frame in that inning for the Nats as they would go on to score 10 unanswered runs in their 12-3 win over the Houston Astros in World Series Game 2. Adam Eaton and Michael A. Taylor would also homer in that win. The Nationals now with a 2-0 series lead in the Fall Classic as it makes its way to the nation's capital for Game 3 on Friday. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. WFLA News time is 8.06. An amazing body cam video shows Kissimmee cops reviving a choking 18-month-old who had stopped breathing. You can watch that video online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at WFLAOrlando. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at WFLA Orlando. Thanks, Alan. That's a great story worth checking out on the website. Absolutely is. Yeah. Yep. We'll have our cops. None finer. Okay. Uh, the Budman here, Alan Spector, Michael Yaffe, and Melissa Fox with you until 9 o'clock. Visit Orlando. What is Visit Orlando? Well, that is the local tourism association made up of about 1,200 member companies. Um, and they are the heart and soul of the tourism industry here, which, as we know, is absolutely huge and vitally important to us. And Orlando is already the most visited destination in the United States. Then why is Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings and the Orange County Commission, without any dissent, apparently, it is reported, suddenly throwing gazillions more dollars visit Orlando's way? Couldn't that money be spent Better on other things in Orange County would be the question because the tourism industry seems to be doing just fine with the money it has. So why are we throwing so much more money at them when there are crying needs elsewhere? I think it's a legitimate question to raise, and we are raising it. If you've got thoughts right off the top, get in on the conversation early. 407-916-5400 is our number. Toll-free 866 5400 and the text line 23680 where standard message and data rates apply and first name in town are welcome. And talking about money, bud, we want to throw some our listeners' way as we attempt to make your wallet great again with our texting contest. In moments, we will announce the keyword of the hour. Text it to 200 200. You could win $1,000. And watch for a call from area code 513 informing you that you're the winner. Listen every hour for the keyword all day long and your chance to win $1,000 as we make your wallet great again. An update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic just two minutes away on Good Morning Orlando. It's 8.09. Headlines right now, and while we're talking tourism, a dozen riders are safe after being helped off the Rip Ride Rocket Roller Coaster at Universal Studios Florida yesterday. The ride got stuck on the tracks yesterday morning. Orlando firefighters and Universal employees assisted passengers in successfully and safely exiting the ride. Universal blames a technical glitch. Stay tuned for updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. 
now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7 HD3, AM 540, and the iHeartRadio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando. So visit Orlando, which is pretty flush with cash right now, in a city that, you know, I mean, is, is, is drawing people from all over the planet in record numbers right now, 75 million visitors a year. Visit Orlando, the official tourism association, is going to get a ton more money from Orlando Mayor, or make that Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings and the Orange County Commission. And there was very little opposition to this. And uh, at their meeting earlier this week, they voted to increase the tourist development tax funding um, used by various groups, including Visit Orlando, and and increase it vastly. Here's what's reported in the Orlando Business Journal. Um, Visit Orlando currently receives 23% of each year's total tourist tax collections. It's going to have that percentage incrementally increased to 30% over the course of the next four years. Visit Orlando received more than $50 million in resort tax funding this year, which means it will see millions of additional dollars when the big bump takes effect here. You know, goes to sports, goes to arts, all of this sort of thing, marketing the city around the world. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Yaffe, but Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings is all over pitching this one cent sales tax hike that's going to hit everybody because mm-hmm. they are way short of cash. They don't have the money to fund uh, road projects, transportation, sun rails in the hole, and it's going to get worse. The Lynx bus system is hemorrhaging red ink. Do right. you think? Do you think that that the tourism industry is doing well enough with the pile of cash they have that we don't need to be throwing a lot of this money at Visit Orlando beyond what they have? It seems to me that those needs are being met. I don't even need I don't even think they need what they're getting now before this change. They were getting 55 million dollars before. They're going to get 100 million dollars. Why? What in the world are you doing with 100 million dollars to basically just market Orlando that's already marketed enough with the companies that are here. It'll be nice to have the mayor, Jerry Demings, on here, but he is overseas promoting tourism on some kind of a trip to London or whatever. Am I paying for that? Uh, I don't, you may well be, <laughs> but at any rate, here is what Demings says. We really want this $70 billion tourism industry to continue churning in our community. What we're trying to do here by throwing all this money at Visit Orlando is trying to insulate our community against a potential downturn in the economy. So they're hedging. But it's $100 million. I mean, does anyone realize how much money that is? And the thing that's amazing to me, you've already got Disney promoting worldwide that we don't have to pay for that. Universal does it just as well. And, you know, and, and SeaWorld to an extent and all of this. It's unbelievable. And we have more visitors in Orlando now than any other destination in the entire United States, Yaffe. Mm-hmm. What are we trying to do? Make this place just impossible to navigate because <laughs> there are yes. just so many people here? I mean, mm-hmm. come on. I mean, it just seems to me like they already have an embarrassment of riches. And what would you do with the money that is now being swung in the direction of Visit Orlando? Well, I'm a guy who constantly argues that we need to go back to the proper role of government, that tax money should be spent on things like roads, 
and policing. No, stop. And, and for you know, if we're going to complain about all of this stuff that is underfunded in Orlando or in the county, how how can you spend a hundred million dollars on a tourism website and marketing agency and justify any kind of tax increases or justify complaining about anything else? I love the fact that some of the money's going into World Cup soccer games here that we all go to. <laughs> But they're already promoting this. I How know. much more can you promote this stuff? And yeah, not only that, but this is supposed to be partly funded by the private companies. As of last year, companies put in $3 million. So the taxpayers are putting in $55 million. And the companies who say we need this, Ooh. they're putting in very small percentage. I just saw that yeah. Visit Orlando is a, a nonprofit organization. How's that? It's a 501. 501- we see it, I think, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And anyway, you know, and I have a caller on the line here, um, and, and I guess we'll get to this issue here. You know, Visit Orlando is supposed to spend stuff, on, you know, and it's, it's spend it on tourism and related things, sports and the arts. And all that. The, the issue is, the issue is not what they spend on. The issue is Orange County has a pot of money, taxpayer money. What are we going to spend it on? Why are we throwing it at Visit Orlando? All right. They get their money from the hotel tax and all of this. And 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 they they are they are just opening up the coffers and throwing more money at Visit Orlando, and I don't think they should be doing that. I think other needs could be met with that money. Seems to me. What do you think? Four zero seven nine one six fifty four hundred and the text line two three six eight zero. We'd like to know what you think. That's kind of what the fifty thousand watt front porch is all about. So come on up here and set a spell, and uh, we'll talk. After we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes here in Good Morning Orlando. An update on our breaking news within the hour as there's lots of police activity around our area in Maitland here. Police apparently searching for somebody who broke into an unmarked cop car. Melissa has an update. Actually, multiple car break-ins, including an unmarked cop car. The suspect is described as a a black man with long beaded braids and gray shorts. He stole a black charger from a person in the parking lot at Maitland Summit Apartments, crashed the car, fled on foot, canines, cops, and copters are now searching our Maitland area. The early release on this from the media was that they didn't believe any weapons had been taken out of the cop car. We have anything more on that, or is that as we had it before? That is as you had it. All right. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories, breaking news and otherwise, here all morning on Good Morning Orlando. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. So we're talking about Visit Orlando, and they've redone the uh, tourist tax plan here to give them a ton more money to promote um, the most heavily promoted and and successful city in terms of getting people to visit anywhere in the United States, and that is Orlando, Florida. This just seems a little out of whack to me. It does, especially when you look at the money that, say, Walt Disney World, Universal Orlando Resort spend on advertising. The state. Already drawing people to this area. We seem to have as many people as we really need at this point don't we seems to me yeah i completely agree you know and i also think the tourist tax dollars should be able to be spent on things like roads and stuff because that that affects the tourism here as oh, well I've, I've crusaded for that to be changed for a long and time if they're here. not going to change that then lower the tax because obviously they're getting much more than they need there you go it's six percent you know it's the bed tax yeah i would lower it if yeah. they want to raise it there you are. Steve, you're in Maitland. Welcome aboard on this controversy. What do you think? 
Good morning, gentlemen. And Bud, you know, and I have you know, you and I have disagreed on many things before, but I think this we're in agreement. The problem isn't that, in my mind, that the the county commission is spending more money to visit Orlando, although that's ridiculous. The problem is, like you said, that they are so constricted by the law that says tourist taxes have to go to things that increase tourism that they can't literally spend it on anything else. They can't spend it on the 37th renovation of the convention center. They can't spend it on another renovation of Camping World Stadium to get maybe three bowls a game a year instead of two. I agree with Yaffe. If we're going to have this revenue, if we're going to have this revenue stream, if we're going to have to deal with, frankly, the inconvenience at times of having 100 million people come to Orlando, then let's spend it on things that benefit the residents. Let's spend it on better roads. Let's spend it on more police officers. You're a smart guy, and you make a lot of sense, Steve, and we always love hearing from you whether we agree or not. Nice to know we do this time around. Well, let's go to the phones with Kelly. Kelly, it's Alan along with the Budman Yaffe and Melissa. What's up? Well, I'm thinking that if we've got these pots of money laying around and it's not all coming from the tourist tax dollars, that we're doing something wrong. The taxes should be raised with an express purpose in mind, defined. What is the purpose? We don't create pots of money and then look for a purpose in which to spend. So if we have an excess of tax dollars, how about this? We return it or we drop the tax rate for the taxpayers in the county. All right. Thank you for that thoughtful call, Kelly. And the texters are sounding off. Yeah, one person said, uh, that's Democrats for you. Increase taxes so they can spend more money on crap. <laughs> so, there you go. Is that that's what it nice. says? Yeah. That's what it says. <laughs> that's what it says. Yeah. Anybody else? <laughs> uh, that money could, use, uh, could buy some affordable housing. That's a good suggestion. Yeah, one person said, with each of the major theme parks spending tens of millions of dollars annually, uh, visit Orlando and the state level spends tens of millions of dollars. Follow the money. Who's getting these funds? Another one says a lot of Visit Orlando's money goes to promoting the convention business, which is very competitive. I'll give you that. Sure. But they have tons of money to do that. Mm-hmm. And they've got these these world-class corporations right in our backyard, you know. These tourist meccas already promoting visiting Orlando and Orange County. I mean, just think. It's crazy. You know, I'll create the best marketing agency for you ever with $5 million. I'll Just give me $5 million. Yeah, I'll work for you. I'll give you a great marketing website. I mean, I think about $100 million. That's like half of um, the Camping World Stadium, how much it took to fund the rebuild of that. Yeah, yeah. You know, ultimately, the system needs to be changed here. Just think what we could do and, and how the quality of our lives would be increased if that if that, you know, if that money could be made available, as you said initially here, for things right. like schools, things like a really world-class road system here that we were working on, but we're a long way from, mm-hmm. and and just think about that, and you know, and 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 the kind of policing we need in a lot of troubled areas, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's a big story, and there's a lot to chew on here, but we're done chewing for now because we got Alan ready to go with an update at the bottom of the hour, and then the Trump train is headed for the station. Stay tuned on that. (laughs) Scott Israel is still unemployed, and the Orlando Magic open a new season. Those stories and others, plus elsewhere, and traffic and weather together in just two minutes. 8.29 on Good Morning Orlando. News at the bottom of the hour. My co-host Alan Spector has it all, beginning with big doings in Tallahassee that have now wrapped up. 
Yeah, the Florida Senate special session is over, bud, and the vote on whether to remove Scott Israel as sheriff of Broward County has been taken. Lock the board and record the vote. 25 yeas, 15 nays, Mr. President. Senators, by your vote, the report is adopted and Scott Israel is hereby removed from the position of sheriff of Broward County. Governor Ron DeSantis suspended Israel back in January, citing incompetence for the sheriff's office's response to the shootings at Stoneman Douglas High and the Fort Lauderdale Airport. Despite the Senate vote, Israel says he'll run for sheriff in 2020. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. An Orange County deputy finds himself on the wrong side of the law, Lieutenant Travis Mackey was arrested yesterday for pocketing off-duty pay for work he never performed. Deputies say he was hired to work security at an apartment complex last year, but most of the time he never showed up despite getting paid almost $7,400. Nearly all of South Florida has watched it rise over Hollywood, and finally, the Guitar Hotel at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino is ready to welcome its first guests. Costing over $1.5 billion, reaching opening day for the Hard Rock expansion is a milestone, but there's even more to come. Chairman Jim Allen says the South Florida Super Bowl is just a few months away. There will be another whole launch of who and where and who's playing and what live TV shows will be here and what unbelievable celebrity concerts will occur. There are 638 rooms inside the Guitar Hotel, bringing the total number of rooms at the resort to more than 1,200. Remodeled concert venues debut at Hard Rock this weekend, too, including a performance by Maroon 5. Rory O'Neill, News Radio WFLA, Orlando. Nikola Vucevic led the way with 21 points and 9 rebounds as the Orlando Magic knocked off the Cleveland Cavaliers 94-85 in the season opener for both teams at the Amway Center. Evan Fournier netted 16 points and Markel Fultz added 12 off the bench for the Magic. And Fultz says it's great to get minutes in crunch time. It's big. I think it shows that coach trusts in me. Um, it shows the work that I put in over the summer. Um, and I'm, like I said, it's just uh, gives me confidence, really. You know, just to be able to you know go out there and compete when the game's on the line and try to pull out a win. The Magic now hit the road for two games starting Saturday in Atlanta. Elsewhere. The votes are now in for a new version of the murder mystery game, Clue. The characters are the same, the weapons are the same, but the mansion has a new room. Ooh. The hall has been replaced by, guess what? Well, we've already got a conservatory. The bathroom. Bathroom. A bathroom. Bathroom is correct. Yay, really? I win. Yes. The privy room. Bathroom was one of four choices fans got to vote on. Hasbro teamed up with a design site for guidance on how to redo the clue space. This is the first renovation since the board game was released in 1949. The 70th anniversary version of Clue comes out in December. Wow. So, you know, Mr. Plum in the potty with a pipe, huh? I mean, it's something like that. Is yeah, that the way it's going to go? It's easy for you Turn to say. Mustard with a rope in the potty. <laughs> Crazy. I love that game. Did you ever play that game? Clue? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the course. movie, too. It Alan? Terrible. But... You didn't have a clue? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Well, I didn't have friends. So. <laughs> oh, Alan with a candlestick oh, in the kitchen. Just solitaire most Fun of the time. Fun game. Great game. <laughs> yeah, but you have to have friends. <laughs> You know, uh, Bud, uh, you might want to be careful if you ever start our show by saying rise and shine, because that phrase may soon be owned by someone. 22-year-old reality TV star Kylie Jenner has filed to trademark the common phrase rise and shine. This after a video went viral last week of her singing rise and shine to her one-year-old daughter. 
The move is being called excessive on social media. Duh. Many of Kylie Jenner's followers are saying it was a funny meme for one week, but now she should just leave it alone. I've got the inside track on that. I mean, years ago, I drove my kids nuts with that when I was trying to get them out of the sack in the morning. And the cry was, uh, open up the door, rise and shine. You know, and they'd fly about two feet in the air. I was there first on Rise and Shine. If only there was a viral video to prove it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, dear need. God, Bud waking me up in the morning. That's that's traumatic. Well, I'll tell you what, they <laughs> stayed they stayed awake. <laughs> I, I can oh, see boy. that. <laughs> you know, you guys aren't here first thing in the morning. I get in here a few minutes before Bud. We're like the first two people here. And uh, Bud often wakes me up when I am <laughs> slumped over wakey, the keyboard. Wakey, wakey. I cry of "Hello, Alan!" when I open the door. I'm like, "What?" And if you don't answer, I panic because I don't know how we're going to get the show done without you. Oh boy! Well, I'm here today. What's going on? It's Professor Plum, by the way, in Clue. You somebody just it's picked me up Monster? on the text line. No, that's a different person. Oh, okay. I just said Mr. Plum. I was trying to be really cool with my alliteration oh. in the potty. With, with the, the pipe. Yeah. But, in but Professor, Professor Plum. Would have been even more alliterative. Uh, I know, but I, I, I couldn't call you, it up. You could have had another I pee got, in the I potty. I got the mental hourglass easy, where you easy. have to kind of wait for it. It's coming, but not yet. What well, else is going on? Rise and shine, bud. There's a new t- <laughs> TV show in the works in the United Kingdom in which a jury will decide if someone should get plastic surgery. The working title is The Surgery. Get it? No. Yes. S U R J U R Y. Oh, the jury. Sur- the jury in surgery. surgery. The surgery. That's the working title. A pan. Keep working. A panel of twelve members of the public will vote on whether individuals should go under the knife for the cosmetic surgery of their dreams. If the surgery goes ahead, candidates are then invited back to show off the results. An official with Britain's Channel Four says to many, cosmetic surgery can seem like a quick fix to a problem, but with the jury's help. This new series looks at who wants it and why, allowing those who make a strong enough case to their peers to undergo the procedure mm. of their choice. Does this have anything to do with dental surgery? Because just gonna say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Britain. Uh, is it like? Well, they got the bad. They got the bad ivories over there. I don't think they that don't have counts. Any fluoride. I don't think they. But I think they should do that teeth. first. Should everybody gets uh, dental surgery? You know, I think you could expand this to many different facets of life yeah. you know what you should eat for dinner let's mm-hmm. go to the jury <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's going to be a hit we'll see find these stories on the good morning orlando page at wfla orlando and find the elsewhere podcast on the iheart radio app just look for elsewhere With Alan Spector. Hey, we're going to hop on the Trump train in a moment you'll want to be on board we're going to punch your ticket is it possible that those GOP congressional wimps who aren't supporting the president are finally starting to do just that. (laughs) We'll see after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlining our hot talk topic of this half hour of the show, frustrations among House Republicans about the impeachment inquiry really heating up now. A large group of Republicans led by Florida Panhandle Congressman Matt Gates, tried to storm into the secure room where depositions were being heard yesterday, um, complaining that Democrats are leading a secret impeachment investigation. Updates for you at least every 10 minutes on the top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1. Still on FM 93.1. News Radio WFLA Orlando. And still on AM 540. 
Metatron train coming. It's coming around the bend. Hey, I like it. Let's um <laughs> let's listen to Florida Congressman Matt Gates and some of the other Republicans, some of them from the Conservative Freedom Caucus, sounding off, you know, about uh, the need to make a point and crash this closed meeting being run by Democrat Adam Schiff in the impeachment inquiry. Here they are. My fellow Americans, I greet you this Now I'm going for the other one. Other track on the Trump train. If behind those doors they intend to overturn the results of an American presidential election, we want to know what's going on. This is a Soviet-style impeachment process. We're finding as hard as we can, we need more people to fight with us. Show your face where we can all see the travesty that you are trying to foist on America. Let's see if we can get in. And they got in and they held up the deposition from this gal from the Defense uh, Department uh, for five hours. And ultimately, uh, it, it went on. Listen, um, you know, the opposition, the anti-Trump media, all the never-Trumpers and the Trump haters are all saying this was just a stunt, you know, and that it's the Republicans, they're in a panic and, uh, and Trump's in a panic about the testimony from this guy, Bill Taylor, you know, who was the diplomat uh, to Ukraine the day before here, quid pro quo and all of that. But it looks like it may not at all be that. Having said that, Yaffe, you know what? I think it was a point that needed to be made about this is this is not the open process that the American people deserve and that they are now demanding here when we're talking about throwing out a duly elected president of the United States through the impeachment process for something that, you know, that, that I, I say comes nowhere near rising to the level of what would be an impeachable offense in the eyes of the founding fathers. And I think... You know, I, I think the point needed to be made here. And I wonder if these Republicans are responding to Trump, who's been going after him and saying, you need to fight harder on yeah. my behalf here. I, I think they are responding to Trump. And I think they're right. I think it was smart because the process is not fair. This should be done in the open. We're talking about impeaching a duly elected president. The Democrats are acting like, Oh, we have all this evidence that's so damning against Trump. Okay, show us. All we're getting is bits and pieces. And Kevin McCarthy the other day said, yeah, there was the testimony, but there was other things that I'm not allowed to talk about that raise questions about the testimony. Don't we deserve to hear that too? Yeah, Democrats we do. Say no. Why don't they just go ahead with the impeachment votes, first of all? But, you know, I, I, I heard a lot of people saying that, oh, it was illegal what they did. No, no. After the Democrats staged their little sit-in stunt back in June of 16, this is now an entirely legitimate tactic. And the Republicans should be applauded for having the guts to stand up to these Democrat hacks who think we're just going to stand by and let them overturn the 2016 election based on nothing but conspiracy. So where are you with Florida's Matt Gates and other Republicans crashing that Adam Schiff deposition yesterday behind closed doors to try to open up the process here? Is it possible these wimp Republicans are finally growing a spine that the president has finally gotten to them? They finally get what's at stake here? 407-916-5400. What do you think about it? The text line open at 23680. Final check of hope, uh, local headlines for you right now. Orange County teachers being offered a pay raise as negotiations on a new contract continue. 
The district is proposing a roughly 6% increase in a two-year deal in lieu of an annual bonus. The district is also offering to pay for half of an increase in insurance costs during the first year. Stay tuned for updates at least every 10 minutes on the top stories on Good Morning Orlando. From News Radio WFLA Orlando, this is Good Morning Orlando with Bud Henniger, Alan Spector, Michael Yaffe, and Melissa Fox. Talking all things Trump this hour, let's go to the phones. Susan in Castleberry, it's Alan along with the Bud Man Yaffe and Melissa. How are you? I'm good. I hope all you guys are good too. We're great. I just wanted to say that I think the um, Republicans storming that closed-door meeting, to me, that is a true example of Trump, derange- Trump derangement syndrome. How is it that? I mean, Trump derangement syndrome is if you hate the president. Well, no, I think it also could be that some of these <clears throat> Republicans and many of his supporters are so, like, mesmerized by him that they cannot ever admit that he's done something wrong or that he's told a lie or they can never ever it's like they don't see what's right in front of them and and it's like they're deranged yeah derangement oh i see donald trump is affecting everyone oh not me (laughs) i'm not deranged do you find yourself somewhat less than mesmerized by the donald I, I never, ever saw his appeal from the very beginning. He was a, a New York con man. Um, he, that's how he ran his mm. businesses, by scamming the system, not paying people, not paying contractors, setting up a fraudulent university. He's been a con man all his life. And let me his ask you was then. a con man. It's in his blood. What's your prediction? Does he get impeached? Does he get convicted? Does he get thrown out of office me or not? I would rather not see the Democrats go through with the impeachment. It's ah. too close to election. Let's just try to vote him out. Who do you think could beat him? You know, I'm not really sure on that. I, I kind of yeah. waver between Neither is any other Democrat. Warren for support <laughs> and Pete Buttigieg. Uh, oh, Pete Buttigieg, Mayor Pete. He's kind of coming up in the polls, at least in Iowa. Yeah, yeah. He looks 19 now. I think he looks 16 when the uh, election cycle began. Well, <laughs> he's matured yeah, through yes, the, the yes. process. He's regressing. Politics ages all of us. <laughs> <laughs> this show will do it, too, at times. Boy, tell me. Yeah. Um, anything on the text line here? One person responding to Susan said, Having closed-door meetings is a sign of Trump derangement syndrome. There you go. You're you're another one. You're all deranged. Someone actually complimented me saying I stated it so well, but I don't remember what I was talking about. (laughs) You had no idea what you were talking about, but you you said it well. Way to go, Melissa. Thank you. Thank you. Uh And another one says here, I hope they're finally growing a spine, those uh, wimpy Republicans. Maybe oh, yeah. that's what yesterday was all about. Not I will say some of those who went have been sticking up for Trump for a while. Matt Gates and Jim Jordan, they've been they've been out there for the past few weeks doing yeah, it. So. Yeah. yeah, Matt Gates um, carries more water for the president than about anybody you'll find in yeah. Congress. Panhandle guy here, and conservative as, Republican. As long as we're reading texts about ourselves, I like this one. I'm now going to be calling Alan Saint Elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, we'll have to we'll have to bow low right now. A look ahead to the you ride home do. with Yaffe, and then prime time with Melissa on a Thursday night. Yes, we'll have any breaking national or local news tonight, five to six p.m. on PM Orlando. And tonight on Connections, people who smoke medical marijuana or vape it, we need to talk to you. And we're going to nine o'clock tonight with our Dr. David Klein from Stages of Life Medical Institute. Catch up anytime, iHeartRadio podcast. Bingo! Going to be a fantastic rest of the day here. We got Glenn coming up. Rush after that. 
little bit of Dave Ramsey, Yaffe and Company, five to six. Police then in the in, evening, police in the parking lot. Yeah. Police in the parking <laughs> lot, and road. the end of the show. God bless you, and God bless America.